0: The book of Psalms, starting with 86, a Psalm of David. If David is a man after God's own heart, this is a wonderful prayer to show us how such a man thinks and lives. He, he's praying to God. He's saying, I'm afflicted and needy. And so he's asking for preservation. Uh, he's saying, save me. I trust in you, be gracious to me, for to you I cry all day long, and I lift up my soul to you, for you are good, ready to forgive, abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, and give heed to the voice of my supplication. In the day of my trouble I shall call upon you, for you will answer me. There is no one like you. You know, they they had... the. They were surrounded by people who believed in other gods and if if you use the word gods as like a ruler authority um certainly they all these demonic forces are trying to set them up as selves up as gods and the people worship them as such and um the different principalities in different regions and but he says none of them compare to you and then he says uh all nations will come and worship you. They shall glorify your name for your great, do wondrous deeds, you alone are God. And he says, Teach me your ways, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart and will glorify your name forever. So he he's saying he wants to walk in the ways of the Lord. He wants to have the wisdom of the Lord. He wants his life to be completely in line, uh, subordinated to and living with the Lord in all he does. And then he continues, I don't know what David's going through as he writes this, but he's, he's got a lot of men trying to kill him. And so he's very wary, he brings this issue to the Lord, but he's doing so in a way of complete trust and complete obedience to the Lord. And he's he's blessing the Lord and reaffirming that his life is God's and he trusts in God to take him through these difficult times that he's going through. And then we're on to 87. This was the key scripture that last night's uh, call was based on. So, <laughs> kind of, again, amazing timing of the Lord that we're here today. Uh, this is uh, the sons of Korah and it starts his foundation is in the holy mountains the lord loves the gates of zion remember the gates of zion are those raised up mature sons who receive him who live his life and the fullness of who he is comes into this world through such a people and he loves the gates more than all the other dwelling places of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. as says, I shall mention Rahab and Babylon. So Rahab is another word for Egypt. So these are the two key things against Judah, uh, historically. Um, two key powers on, you know, one on either side. And they were, uh, the people were at different times, um, subjects of both you know, they were basically slaves of both at different times and he says he mentions them among those who know me and the the point soon was making last night is how that the religious mind how could a pharisee or a levite look at these things and say and even comprehend that what do you mean those are the enemies of god's people what do you mean they know me But God is calling a people out and saying, this one was born there. So the people, a people who not necessarily the people others would think of as the people of God. He might call people, not call the people out of a religious background, but people who were completely in the world. And he would call and say, this one I'm making mine. This one is born anew in Zion. So Zion is a spiritual place, not necessarily a an earthly place. There, there's kind of both parallel realities going on in the world where there is a a nation of Israel. There is, you know, that historical tradition, and then there's also a spiritual reality of a new Jerusalem, a Mount Zion. Um. And so, but of Zion, it should be said, this one and that one were born in her, and the Most High himself will establish her. So God is doing a powerful new thing in the world, bringing about the reality of his kingdom and culture life through a people, and he establishes it, and he alone, and it goes beyond the religion of man or the thinking of how he should do it the lord will count when he registers the peoples this one was born there so he goes through it's kind of like the um the sheep and the goats where jesus says that you know god will divide him or the wheat and the chaff same concept they both grow up together and at the end god separates them and says this one is good bring it into the barn that one is bad burn it um you know, they, they grow up and it's not so obvious to the person which one is the Lord's and which one is against the Lord. Then those who sing as well as those who play the flute shall say All my springs of joy are in you, and the blessing of the Lord flows in those he is called and those who have given himself themselves to this call. And a risen up way of the Lord, the people of the Lord, exists in the world as never before. And then we're on to Psalm 88. I have a, a hard time relating to Psalm 88, although I'm sure there's a lot of people who really relate to it. Um, I know there must be, just because... But I, for me, I... Uh, I don't know, I don't ever, just the way I was raised, I guess, I don't ever get so down and out that I feel like everything is woe is me, um, even when I'm in difficult times. Um, but here, um, Heman the Ezraite uh, is going through some rough times, <laughs> and but he's calling out to God. And he recognizes, he has such a great fear of the Lord, that he recognizes all things come from God. Um, that the enemy can only work uh, with the permission of God. And he so he recognizes the difficulties that he's going through um, are being used by God for God's purposes. And I don't know how much he understands, but God uses everything we go through to grow us up, to make us stronger, to help us to know him better, uh, to to be transformed, to be more like him. And um, And so that's the wonderful thing about this is he's got such a An amazing faith in God even when he's going through terrible times and so he's just crying out for God that God would save him from the things he's going through and then we will do uh, Psalm 89 so Ethan the Ezraite is memorialized here we don't really know much about him but he wrote a psalm and he says I will sing of the loving kindness of the Lord forever to all generations, I will make known your faithfulness to my mouth, which is pretty cool if that's all we know about him that he has made known to all generations because here we are thousands of years later uh, knowing the loving kindness of the Lord and through the faithfulness of this unknown person's mouth he talks about the seed of David being established forever, and so of course whenever we see that we know that there's a messianic uh picture here because jesus is the son of david who is established forever and built up your throne to all generations so this becomes jesus not david uh, because jesus is the fulfillment of that promise to david the heavens will praise your wonders o lord and, and so whenever we see something messianic, obviously it's, it's wonderful in all that we do. We should, uh, we should praise and worship Jesus for being our salvation or in our way into this life. But we should also look to Jesus as not only the way, but the way for us, but also the, the life for us. And so he's the pattern life. Of a raised up son of god as we are called to follow him into this sort of life and so then it becomes a picture of what that life looks like for us and so as he goes on he you know he just talks about how great is god how awesome above all around him is he and he rules the seas the waves he crushed Rahab like one who is slain that nothing can stand against God the Father or his anointed ones. I love verse 14. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Loving kindness and truth go before you. How blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. O Lord, they walk in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all the day, and by your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord, and our King to the Holy One of Israel. 29. So I will establish his descendants forever, and his throne is the days of heaven. If his sons forsake my law and do not walk in my judgments, if they violate my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will punish their transgression with a rod and their iniquity with stripes but I will not break off my loving kindness from him so you know he's talking about David and the different progression of kings that some fall after the lord some went totally in a different direction but but this is also the house of god being built this this seed of david referenced earlier is is uh, the the people of god through christ and uh, so God continues to work through a people and he continues to clarify, purify a people so that he will have many raised up sons who represent this holiness so that his descendants shall endure forever and his throne is the sun before me. The psalm ends with they're apparently going through a difficult time and he's, you know, the psalmist is crying out, How long, O oh Lord, how long? And again, you can. You can point this to the difficulties experienced by Jesus. And, you know, Jesus had his days shortened. Um, and, and you can point this to the difficulties in growing up and being transformed and disciplined by the Lord for any of his raised sons. Um, but in the end, and blessed be the Lord forever because he will raise up jesus he has risen up jesus as preeminent in all creation and he is raising up sons to have many sons ruling so that the fullness of zion comes to bear in this earth so that the very earth and all of creation is transformed back to the original garden picture and that's it for today god bless you